On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hey, this is Jeff Dornick, co-founder of the American Conservative Movement. We are an organization seeking to unify conservatives across this great country to defend our constitutional rights that are being systematically stripped away by our authoritarian government. Please visit AmericanConservativeMovement.com and join the thousands of conservatives across this country who have signed up for our email list. Let's take back our country. Yeah, it's called Conversations with Jeff, not Screaming Matches. Yeah, Yeah, you and I do not agree on Calvinism. But look how nice we are to each other. I think it's going to really shock a lot of people, thrill a lot of people. A lot of people are going to have to do some soul searching. It's like, you know what? What are you doing? You're spending all your time trying to destroy another Christian because you don't understand what's going on when you should be out there winning people for Jesus. Right. Thank you for the job you're doing. Thanks for being willing to address these kind of issues. They're vital to the church. I feel sorry for what's coming your way, but God bless you, man. It's it's a good, healthy conversation, and, and let's keep growing together in the Lord. People won't change unless they hear the truth, though. And so we need to know the truth, uh, speak the truth. And then the last one I would say is that we need to stay in the truth, uh, no matter what the consequences are. Okay, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Conversations with Jeff. Uh, for a lot of you guys that have been kind of following along and keeping up on the live streams, you know, ye- yesterday we actually did, uh, did two shows. One, one we talked, uh, you know, again, this kind of shows the wide variety of topics we, we deal with. But yesterday I talked to a uh, Bigfoot researcher, talked about that. Then last night I uh, talked to uh, Dr. Bobby Lopez, uh, who is a former professor at a theological seminary. Uh, and he actually got fired for, uh, you know, talking about his testimony and, you know, how God saved him out of homosexuality and things like that. So that was a whole fascinating conversation as well. So, but, and then I'm excited about today's guest as well. I've been looking forward to this for a little bit, but before we get to that, just wanted to let you guys know. Uh, about our book that we published recently called Social Injustice. We had 12 different authors all tackling the issue of social justice, everybody from Dr. Andy Woods, Dr. Mike Spaulding. We had Michael Massey write the foreword to the book. And really what it does is it takes the issues of social justice, compares it with scripture, uh, helps you to understand kind of like what's biblical, what's not, and actually how it might actually be compromising the gospel. So uh, that, that was a really cool project that we put out. If you go to gatekeepersonline.com slash store, Use the code Jeff, you can get 10% off of the order 
over there. So definitely check that out. It's a, it's a great resource for you guys. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about uh, today's guest. We've got Jeremy Kingsley joining us uh, here in Conversations. Um, I actually first met Jeremy quite a number of years ago. He's, he's, he was a speaker a few times at some uh, like summer camps and that sort of thing when I was in high school and that sort of thing. But uh, Jeremy, I'm really glad to uh, you know sit down with you and have a conversation. And you know, again, as always, we kind of see see where the conversation leads. You never know how the world turns, man, for us to come back many years later and connect like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and, and that was the cool thing. I, I remember, I remember, you know, as a kid, you know, I grew up playing basketball. You know, we'd go play basketball during the, uh, during break times and all that kind of stuff. And so it's, it's kind of fun to, you know, kind of come full circle a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I can't play much ball anymore because I'm getting too old and my back won't let me. But, yeah, back in the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, I was still able to throw the hoop around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, for for people that are watching this, I want to get give them a chance to get to know you a little bit. So if you can kind of t- share your story, maybe how God saved you, you know, that sort of thing, kind of what has led you up to where you're at today. Uh, again, just a quick rundown so people can kind of get, get to know you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the short version is I was born in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm a third-generation preacher, right? So my grandfather was an evangelist. He was a big baseball player, and he tried out with the Yankees back when Babe Ruth played. He ended up getting cut, became an evangelist, got saved. He took my dad to Madison Square Garden in 1957 to hear Billy Graham, which is crazy. My dad gives his life to Christ there. Uh, then my dad leads me to Christ when I'm about eight or nine years old. And I said to my dad, you know, I want to be forgiven of my sin. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. And he said, well, we got to go talk to Jesus about it. And we walked through some scripture. And my life changed drastically there. Went through some tough times growing up because we lived in a place that didn't want to accept the church too much. A lot of persecution, which people don't see that much these days. Um, of course, then I was head all into basketball, pretty much gave my whole life to that going through high school and was able to get a lot of accolades. But God started to say, listen, that's not really your calling. Um, that was a talent, but it's not your spiritual gift. Basketball is not a spiritual gift. Sorry, people. Um, so I went to Columbia Bible College in South Carolina, and I was going to be a high school Bible teacher. But right as I was graduating, uh, an evangelist said, hey, how would you feel about doing a year internship with me? And I said, what would I do? And he said, well, you're already teaching the Bible, but what if you traveled and did that like as a guest speaker? And 25 years later, here I am still traveling, still (laughs) teaching the Bible, but I'm thinking soon 
I'm ready to transition to a church, probably a teaching pastor role. I just can't handle the traveling as much anymore. Hey, Jeff Dornick here. Wanted to let you know about our first book that we published called Social Injustice. We brought together 12 different authors, each tackling a different aspect of social justice and comparing everything with scripture. Whether you want to know more about white privilege, income inequality, LGBTQ issues, illegal immigration, or even just the history of the movement, this book is for you. With authors such as Dr. Andy Woods, Brandon Howes, Thomas Littleton, Dr. Mike Spaulding, Pastor Ken Peters, and all of the GK guys, this is definitely a must-have for your reading list. We are also honored to have the great conservative voice Michael Massey write the forward to this book. Head on over to gatekeepersonline.com slash store to order your copy of the book and use code Jeff at checkout for 10% off. That's gatekeepersonline.com slash store and use the code Jeff at checkout. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, so, you know, as you've been kind of, you know, traveling around and, and speaking and that sort of thing, has there been particular themes that you really focus on in, in in your talks or is it more just kind of like a broad array of stuff yeah probably two themes i mean early on probably when i did a lot of heavy doses of the youth in the college world a lot of groups would say would you do evangelistic preaching so i would preach jesus crucified forgiveness of sins give your life to him you know salvation messages but i did notice as more people started saying we like your Bible teaching. Do you have other principles or themes that you think are really important? I always try to make the rule, don't preach on something that you're not working on. You know, Don't preach on something that's not a struggle that you're praying and trying to work through. Um, God always has worked on my heart with the pride humility issue. So I got a group of guys around me, and we decided about 10 or 15 years ago that we're going to try to put humility almost in every message as a, some sort of sub-theme because we noticed not just in our own personal lives, but just in the church and church leadership especially, when you see guys who get in trouble, moral failures, whether it's financial, affairs, whatever it is, there's always this pride issue that seems very heavy. And uh, so, yeah, humility became a big, big message. I did a book called Be Last um, – just because it's been a struggle for me. And I'll tell you something weird that you'll get a kick out of. When I was doing a bunch of interviews for B Last when we did that book, I was probably doing 50 or 100 radio interviews. And this guy tried to take a cheap shot at me and said, so what makes you the absolute authority on humility? And I'm like, what in the world kind of question is that? You could tell he was trying to set up a little dig, right? But God gave me this kind of cool response on the fly. And I said, well, you're you're right. I'm an expert, but I'm an expert on pride. I'm not an expert on humility. I can tell you as much about pride as you want, man. <laughs> and it's just funny that that's just a battle, especially for me, but I think most people deal with it. How can we keep asking God to think about Jesus and others just more than we do ourselves? Yeah, well, it, it, and, it, and I think that to a certain degree, like even within the church— and especially it seems like, you know, I'll call it like the new church model. It's a very entrepreneurial mindset, you know, and, and I think that that goes for people that are writing. You know, I recently put, you know, we put, we published our first book, you know, more recently working on some more stuff, but, but also dealing with church planting. Oftentimes it's how do we plant a church, grow it very quickly. Oftentimes you surround it around a personality or, you know, a very charismatic preacher or something like that. But I think that there is that trap of, 
you're making it about the person and then that's where kind of pride and things like that kind of come in. I mean, do you feel like that's like pretty widespread or is that just like more of like a new thing uh, with a lot of these, you know, younger startups? Well, it's definitely trendy in the past 10 years. You know, when you see quote unquote growth, there seems to be a pride in the growth that can be healthy and unhealthy depending on how you deal with it. But I've noticed as I've talked to a lot of men's groups, they don't seem to have an understanding, I would say, of good independence and bad independence. You know, whether we're teaching it to our kids or in the churches, here's the good independent. Should we teach our kids how to mow the lawn, cook their food, do their laundry, handle their finances? Yes, that's called stewardship. That's like the good independence. But the attitude, the spiritual attitude that you need Jesus every day, no independence there. You need dependence. So I've noticed that as people talk about struggles, and especially I would say there's a lot of people that will say, you know, I struggle with prayer. I don't pray much. Um, I don't know why. I just don't feel like I need to. And I said, that's interesting. Are you kind of independent? They go, yeah, yeah, because you can do it yourself. You don't need Jesus. You know, independent people don't pray. Dependent people pray. So finding that balance, counterbalance of stewardship is good, but the overall spiritual attitude, we have to be dependent on Jesus for everything. And we lose that balance. Maybe we're not teaching it or modeling it. I'm not sure, but that's come up a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah. So, so like, what, what are some like practical ways where people need to, you know, like take a look at their life and they're like, okay, so maybe I am too independent in the wrong ways. Like, what are some of the, like the signs of something that somebody's like, okay, maybe I need to back off of that a little bit. Well, one example is what I just talked about. I always ask, tell me about your prayer life. How consistent or inconsistent is it? Are you just praying for your meals and you're done? Do you wake up with prayer? Are you going to bed thinking about Jesus? You know, I like people that tell me they fall asleep praying. I'd rather you fall asleep praying than thinking about some evil, you know, lustful thought. But, you know, when the Bible says pray without ceasing, the idea is a chronic cough that you can't get rid of, these short spurts. So just like someone would continue coughing over and over and over, you can pray in short spurts each day. But there's another piece of the puzzle that we still have gotten away from, which is accountability partners, that people watch us and they might mention, hey, I noticed in our conversation you shared a lot about you or you didn't listen very well or maybe you don't talk about others very often. You know, there's little check marks you can say. I have a kind of a rule for leaders and I, it's kind of a little tricky phrase where I say, you know, you have to brag about someone else. So I always put the pause in there. One rule for leaders, you must brag about other people. But can you check the percentage of your conversation? How much are you the center of it? I have a friend that always has this joke, and he says, can we get the conversation back on me? And it's kind of funny, but it's also this accountability piece that we use. Let's be careful, and let's take some uh, some in, what's the right word? inventory on percentages of am i talking about me too much versus other people yeah no that that makes that makes perfect sense and then i think you know kind of also talking about like leadership and things like that i feel like there's there's become this kind of warped idea of what leadership is you know like on one hand you've got you've got the extreme authoritarian like a leader somebody who tells everybody exactly what to do 
And then on the other hand, there, there's the more, there's the, the softer approach of you, you're just an example and you're not really telling anybody what to do. What, what is like, let's say the biblical principle on what's actual leadership? Yeah. When I teach it, I always say the best definition I believe is influence. Leadership equals influence. Are you influencing like the Christian leader? Are you influencing people toward Jesus or potentially away from Jesus? Now, you can get into spiritual gifts. There's organizational leadership where people are very good at details and organizing, things like that. There is positional leadership, say like an elder in a church. But in the basic form, it really comes back to influence. That's the key word. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com dash spirit park. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. Yeah, yeah, and and I think and I think that that's something that a lot of a lot of people don't really know how to how to go about having that kind of that kind of leadership, right? Because because to a certain degree, it's in order to have that kind of leadership, you have you have to be able to build yourself up in the sense that you're you're growing, you're you're you know enough, you have enough knowledge, you you're being an example to others. So you really do have to work on yourself first, but then at the same time. You don't want to be puffing yourself up and making yourself bigger than you actually are. And so where's – if somebody's like, okay, I want to be a leader, what's your recommendation on, okay, here, here's the steps. Here's how we got to get there. Hey, this is Jeff Dornick, founder of the GK Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe to this channel and give us a five-star review. You have no idea how much this helps us. Also, if you'd like to watch the full version of the show, you can join our plugged-in membership. For only $10 a month, you'll get access to the live stream and full video versions of our shows, the recordings from the Destroy Social Justice Conference, online access to our book, Social Injustice, our weekly devotional, 30% off in the GK store, and so much more. Please visit gatekeepersonline.com slash plugged in for more information and to sign up. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Well, one, I'm going to first ask, have they ever taken a spiritual gifts test? And if they have, who administered it? Was it something that's reliable? Because I do believe in spiritual gifts. Leadership is a spiritual gift. That's a different level, but everyone can be a leader in a general sense. But here's what happens. People pursue position. 
instead of pursuing a principle, there's where you're going to have the problem. If you're pursuing pursuing a position or pursuing power, then we have a problem probably of a self-righteous, you probably got a little bit too big of a head, you like to be over people for some reason. But some of the most effective leaders I've ever met, and I'll even throw a different verse in there, Hebrews 12:14 says, pursue peace with all men and holiness. So it says we should pursue two things, peace with all men, Republican, Democrat, Muslim, Hindu, atheist, Christian, doesn't matter. Don't pursue conflict with people. Pursue peace with people. But then that's more of an external. The internal, though, is pursue holiness. What does it mean not just to be positionally righteousness? Uh, positional righteousness is what we have when Jesus covers our sins and we're secure in our relationship with him. We're in the family. But then First John says, hey, if any of you say you're without sin, you're a liar. Confess your sins to each other. Don't just live on milk. You should be going to meat now. So we know there's sanctification. There's spiritual growth. Are you growing spiritually? Are you chasing personal holiness or Ephesians 5.1? The guys that I respect the most and I listen to the most, they don't chase position or power. They chase holiness and principles. And it's just like the influence naturally flows off of them, and we listen to those guys. Yeah, no, that that, make, that makes perfect sense. And I think that that's, that's one of those things where – I think as we're looking, as we're seeing like a lot of, let's say, younger people even coming out of college and seminary and they're starting to, you know, go into ministry or just even everyday people where they're like maybe starting to lead a Bible study or whatever it is, a lot of that comes down to what's your mentality, I think, around this leadership and and starting to get into what um, you know, like are are you looking to be able to tell somebody what to do or are you looking to uh, just simply help somebody along and be and be an example, so um, that's definitely something to uh, that people need to consider. I think uh, I think we lost Jeremy here. Give me just a second. Let me see if I can get him back on here really quick. I know he was saying that there's uh, some thunderstorms in his area, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if we can get him back on. Maybe, maybe not. He might not be online anymore. So we'll give this one more try. Here, we'll hold on just for a second and then we'll be right back. to mute it okay we're back uh i'm not able to reconnect with jeremy i know he was saying that they're having some thunderstorms and some uh issues out there so that might be the problem here so 
uh, that, you know, it was a great interview. Uh, we'll definitely uh, reschedule with him and uh, bring him back on when uh, there's not crazy storms going on. Um, but, you know, it, I think it's definitely one of this topic, I think, is definitely something that's uh, that's great to be talking about. I think we need to be talking about more in the church on what is actual biblical leadership. Um, you know, like, for example, last night when I had uh, Bobby Lopez on and we were talking about, uh, you know, the leadership within the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, they took things to the extreme and it was, it was a lot more authoritarian and things along those lines where, um, whereas I think that we need to be taking a more serious approach to the kind of leadership that Jeremy's talking about, uh, here in this podcast. So yeah, so we'll definitely uh, reconnect with Jeremy. We'll get him back on sometime soon. And, um, so yeah, definitely stay tuned. And uh, keep up on all of that. I uh, also wanted to let you guys know I'm going to be launching a new podcast tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be bringing I'm, my very first uh, guest is going, is going to be Michael Johns. Uh, it's going to be a more secular conservative podcast. Uh, I'll be announcing the name here shortly with the logo. So definitely check social media on that. But tune in tomorrow. I believe we've got him coming on at at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Again, uh, that'll be Michael Johns. Uh, the co-founder of the Tea Party. So definitely uh, tune in tomorrow, 11 a.m. Pacific time um, on on Facebook. I will put out the link and the new logo for the new podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of great information. So, uh, but yeah, definitely. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, again, if you guys want to check out our book, Social Injustice, go to gatekeepersonline.com/store. Use the code Jeff at checkout for 10% off. And again, that will equip you with all the information you need in order to understand what is social justice, how it's compromising the gospel, and what you can do about it. So gatekeepersonline.com slash store. Use the code Jeff at checkout for 10% off. And hey, we'll see you guys next time. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.